Welcome to Line Check. This week uh, we're going to be talking about vocal health. I'm Fiona Liddell and I'm joined as always by... Me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like leaving confusing pauses. So yes, this week we're going to talk about vocal health, how we've been keeping our voices in shape during lockdown, if we have. Um, any tips and tricks we have for when the gig scene opens back up and you want to keep your voice in the best shape it can be in. That's a vocal exercise for insane people. (laughs) We're live! Our track of the week this week is House of Ghosts by Tom Morris. Tom is a lovely man who we've both met over Twitter. He is a lovely man. Uh, We were doing something like a, a Spotify follow train. We wanted to get to hear a lot more independent artists. And he got in touch and sent us a uh, sent us his track, and we we love it. It's lovely, and um, yeah, he's yeah. he's been putting out it's, a lot of a lot of music in 2020, and uh, he's smashed mm-hmm. out the park with this one as well. Yep, uh, this single House of Ghosts is going to be out on the fifth of February, so make sure to yeah pre. I don't know if pre save is actually an option. Doesn't say, but I'm sure it is. I'm sure if you go onto Tom's um, Twitter or just Tom's social media sites, you'll find a way to either follow him or support him with this single release. So, at Tom Morris songs. Yeah. I'm going to open a vocal health chat with a big old yawn, because that's one of the best things you can do for your voice, to have a big old yawn. Feel free to to warm up at home, guys, as well, (laughs) along with us. Um, Yeah, yawning is just, yeah, we'll open with that one, because that's a very basic thing that people can do. Yawning encourages you to... Not unhinge your jaw, but sort of relax it out and sort of bring it down. It's going to be a very sleepy podcast in a very natural way. Mm. It opens up your throat. Welcome to the Sleepy Boys podcast. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about my Casper. How Kasper. good yawning is, uh, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, it opens up this your This is farts. a sleeping ASMR podcast. Oh my gosh. Can we not? <laughs> Yeah, let's not do that. I hate uh, ASMR so much. Dude, I've never really got into it. I think I watched one thing that Game Grumps did, and I was like, well, this is weird. I think it just... I saw a pug eating a watermelon makes... as well, and that was actually pretty cute. But I wasn't really in it for the sound. I was in it for the little tiny dog. That's fair. Actually, I have seen a, a tortoise eating Lettuce? various Ooh. like vegetables and fruits and stuff. He's eat- yeah, there's it's a tortoise so eating watermelon, oh. eating like broccoli. Yay! Um, what's his name what's his name strawberry i can't remember but oh, he's, no. he's big on youtube if, nice. if you look it up you'll find him okay we're gonna give this tortoise he a is, plug because he deserves he's our the top boy over i think it's whenever artists. it's whenever it's not um animals it just for some reason sexualizes everything yeah there you go no no i really don't i <laughs> i go oh no this is like a 13 year old girl yeah, on yeah, yeah. youtube with her game she's doing to the max on her blue yeti microphone and it's like guys this isn't gonna be good for anyone i think the taurus's name is rocky and he's on animal asmr which is literally just the channel so if you do fancy seeing a very cute tortoise then that's what i would do john frusciante tuning his strats slightly out of tune asmr that'd be good oh it must be a bad meme 666 (laughs) thing surely they've done an asmr if not i should suggest it come on yeah they must have done cash money must have done oh dear me trying to find the buzzing noise in my pedal chain yes, ASMR. that's good and just hearing <laughs> fuck from <laughs> 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 what's fucking wrong with you yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a good one at the end i heard that it was a proper buzz um anyway right going back to yawning and why it's a good um it stretches out your pharynx and you can feel it if you do a yawn your soft palate is opening up as well and if you make a nice gentle most of this will be unintelligible really why <laughs> oh because i'm yawning in the middle of it <laughs> I see. Right, okay, fair enough. But so this nice really helps because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you do sound like a And that's yawn. your five steps to success. <laughs> Have a yawn. <laughs> Done. Step two. 
money um so <laughs> yeah if you if you're not sure what vocal warm up to do that's a really really good natural one to just uh, wakes up your respiratory system it opens your throat and your mouth and yeah it just teaches it gives you a really ni- i'm gonna yawn again oh this happens during every <laughs> vocal lesson i ever teach what I just have go, you done <sighs> yeah how do you not just take naps all me the time? i am i'm taking a nap right now <laughs> um that's another good thing actually good rest is also great for just a healthy whole body rather than just your voice but yeah good good sleeps also helps if you don't sleep your voice and your voice is constantly active say you're at a party till like four in the morning get quite two hours and then jump in the car to the next party i don't know if you will live not like that (laughs) the next party starts at 605 a.m we invite you to partick don't stop talking yeah so if you don't give your voice a rest either for like you know eight hours which is recommended not to sleep or just for a, like a day where if you're on zoom calls all the time i found this my voice can get a little bit tired at the end of it and you can hear it um sometimes it just has that slight bit of huskiness at the very start of it or it used to like especially way back start because of lockdown. yeah especially because most of zoom calls will be you screaming in anger at yes. the lag Yes. So that that won't help your voice. Or screaming at the buzz in your amp, as we just heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got you back for the shop. Yes. So yeah, if your voice isn't feeling too up to up for it, or if it's a bit tired and you're wanting to record something, then the best thing you can do is actually just take a rest. To be honest, and just let it settle and let it recover from whatever you've been doing, shouting at your amp, shouting at your mum for not knowing how to work <laughs> Zoom, whatever it is. Give your voice a good old rest. Another thing, another very basic tip, I feel like I should even have to mention, but I might as well. Drink water. Drink water. <laughs> I should be invincible, the amount of water. You should be, to be fair. Like, yeah, people have this sort of, not misconception, because it does feel like it helps. Drinking water immediately, like, hydrates your throat and stuff. It actually, it actually takes 12 hours, so you kind of have to just constantly be drinking water. Oh, wow. <laughs> as you I do. I did not know that. Well, it's 12 hours for the whole body. Um, drinking mm. water can obviously clear out um, stuff in your throat temporarily, um, but it takes 12 hours to fully go around your system and hi- hydrate those tiny, tiny muscles in your neck. So drinking water around the clock um, is a good thing. Obviously, don't overhydrate because that has its own fatal <laughs> implications. <laughs> but just drink enough I really for hope you. this hasn't become like a, should see a snuff death cult podcast. So where we all ASMR, just drink water snuff until we death die. cult podcast why not it'll be niche (laughs) it'll be very niche if we start going down that route Um, so if you're not already try and drink like just yeah get yourself a water bottle and just keep it topped up really that's what I've found works really well things to avoid basically everything apart from water there'll be an article somewhere saying it's bad for your voice there's nothing that's not basically (laughs) Great. Every yeah, everything is for one reason or another bad for your voice. So there's not really any hope of like changing your diet so it entirely, you know, correlates with vocal health because you'll just be drinking water and dying <laughs> from lack of food. <laughs> I'll finally so, have to give up eating grit. I mean, that's the thing. The, the the top three things that are like people think are bad for your voice, or researchers are pretty much agreed on, kind of that are bad for your voice. Um, <laughs> some people think dairy isn't great because dairy leads to a buildup of mucus in your because you've got mucus glands and you've got your vocal folds and your other glands all in your pharynx there, and dairy can you know increase mucus production or something like that, so that can get a bit sticky and your throat can feel a bit like you'd clear it quite a lot because if you're eating too much dairy. As an avid fan of cheese. I've not really noticed that <laughs> too much, to be fair. But if you think it works for you, or you're thinking of a stick, you have a sticky throat, that might be something to consider. Is just eating a bit less dairy before you sing. Um, and the other one is spicy food. If you struggle with stomach acid, like coming, like regurgitate. This is not a very delicious podcast this time. This is not. <laughs> if you're eating right now, I'm very sorry. But if you have stomach acid issues, um, acid reflux then cutting down on spicy food could be key because stomach acid, if it comes up too often, as our friend Neil the Gardener knows, it can cause way worse damage to your voice than like, I don't know, a fag every now and then, you know. Smoking fags <laughs> definitely improves your vocal health though. Oh yes, that's it the top. Makes you sound cool <laughs> as hell. <laughs> the Tom Waits method. No, I think almost there's a large percentage of singers that I know who do smoke cigarettes. Hmm. 
which which seems like it should be the one thing they don't do doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> so the one thing we all don't do and i know it's i don't know why that is maybe it's like self-sabotage or something i don't know or like uh, uh, first and foremost it's an addiction really isn't it as, a, as i know you struggled with in the past jack <laughs> <laughs> you try to cut down <laughs> yeah i used to i used to eat 30 cigs a day didn't i yeah you did yeah you were looking pretty <laughs> pretty touch and go there vocally for a while <laughs> from eating cigarettes well oh dear i'm nothing if not a, a trendsetter <laughs> get those carcinogens boy so yeah Easy. i'd say if you're a singer and you smoke just yeah try and yeah do like i don't know four or five a day rather than like a million a day as long as it's not the main thing like obviously too much of anything is a bad thing so yeah don't go overboard You'd said as well um, a really good exercise uh, when when I've been taking vocal lessons with you uh, oh, yeah. earlier in lockdown. Uh, you'd got me on uh, taking a deep breath and essentially almost whispering it out like a. Oh, the whispered ah, yeah, 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 a little bit of that, yeah. The whispered ah is a technique from oh, no, I always forget his name, Alexander. So there's a guy. <laughs> There's a there's this guy right um, called Alexander. Called Alexander. <laughs> oh dear. Open and shut case. I did I did study this, but it's just gone clearly. The Alexander technique. A lot of singers should hopefully have heard of it already and not need me to give you a whole history on who the guy was. He was a guy who did who developed a bunch of exercises to help improve um, orators, people who wanted to speak. Um, or people who had speech impediments, so stutters and that kind of thing. And the whispered eye is one of his ones. Um, and the whispered eye is, again, quite like yawning. It's, it's sort of meant to encourage your jaw to just be a bit more relaxed. It brings your vocal folds together in a gentle way. So without forcing any air really through in a very forced way, which a lot of people do do if they're trying to like belt out a big note, they'll often go <gasps> and like just force air through it. So if mm. you've done that for a long time, you'll know because um, your voice will eventually go, I'm not playing anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to do this with you anymore. So the whispered eye is sort of like retraining the voice so you don't have proper breath control and stuff like that. So it's just literally breathing in nice and deeply. So do if you listen at home, <laughs> everyone take a deep breath with us. Breathe it in. And then just letting your jaw hang loose. And then just gently letting your lungs come down and letting a tiny bit of air just escape. As Jack is very nicely demonstrating. <laughs> this must be so interesting for people. <laughs> yes, that was Next very good. Next week on Vocal ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want a really gentle one that just wakes your voice up, I find that one really useful in the morning. That combined with yawning in the morning gets my voice to where it wants to be. Um, a couple hours early, basically, which is good. Um, yeah, drink more before you go about, to bed too. <laughs> it's, it's all about second. having like a really steady, consistent amount of breath yeah, going breath, out, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, so and like, it's supposed to be very quiet, so you don't want to hear like a <sighs> that because that's too much air, and you can feel it. I can feel it there getting forced out a little bit. It's just kind of very gentle. You're mainly focusing on the stream. very ge yes, gentle stream of air coming from your lungs, basically, um, which is very important. I've actually got a singing teacher during lockdown as well so i've mm. i've hired someone to help me because yeah i don't know everything <laughs> these are all just things i've found impossible useful. by the way this isn't like a you know this isn't like an educational course these are just tips and tricks that i've used to warm up or to feel you know like i'm ready to sing basically this is not like a this definitely works and this is definitely the truth this is just you know shit i like to do <laughs> Um, yes, but about a singing teacher, I got a, a singing teacher, her name's Charlotte. Um, she's been very useful in, it's kind of like, yeah, it feels a little bit like therapy, which is good, I suppose. Mm. Um, because a lot of it with singing, as singers know, the more relaxed you are and the le the least the less amount of tension you have in your body, the easier it is to sort of sing. Um, and one of Charlotte's main obstacles with me is obviously trying to get me to be less tense. <laughs> <laughs> which is impossible but she does a good job so a lot of our second lesson is her trying to unlock or just like calm me down so it's a lot of deep breathing and a lot of sort of thinking about other things distracting me that's another good thing if it's really not working just go and do something else for a minute and come back mm. <laughs> like yeah it just if it's not coming it's not coming like we were saying about writing songs last week if it's not coming just yeah walk away and come back later yeah, don't, don't run yourself so hard into a ditch that you're then worse off yeah. than when you began 
be gentle. Yeah, same with vocal stuff as well. Yeah, so if you're doing a long recording session and it's getting worse and worse rather than better, then it's definitely time to stop (laughs) if it's just not coming out anymore. Um, So Charlotte, she's been teaching me a bunch of classical techniques, which I didn't really know before because, like, well, with the Apollos, I've just basically sung hardcore pop for (laughs) five (laughs) five years um hardcore in the sense that you know it's high and it's loud um it's pretty much all belty i would say yeah it's not really it's not belt (laughs) the sort of music that's very compressed um in the studio and it's hard to recreate everything as oh yes as um, i suppose energetically live Oh, I it's and then you do that for four hours. It's it's tough. It's tough work, but you know, um, I yeah. Once once I got into the habit, but once my voice was strong enough to do it for four hours, it became I could focus more on the fun bit rather than just like getting the notes out mm. and making sure they sounded okay. Eventually, yeah, yeah. It did just become muscle memory. Um, I think when you joined, you found that like four hours of doing that is it's quite hard going. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had to essentially like rework how i sing yeah like thanks to lessons from you because um the longest i'd ever really sung before uh was about half an hour 45 minutes when doing original gigs and um i think in my uh in my songwriting youth i guess or my my teen years perhaps uh, i would often write songs that maybe weren't the best like vocally you wrote a lot of low stuff i remember yeah that's because i feel a lot more confident with with um with my lower range than yeah than my sort of mixed register you write for um, the voice you have yeah whereas i i try and write for the voice i don't have i aim high and then (laughs) have to work out how to do it later (laughs) only whistle register all day every day i can't do whistle register (laughs) i did try for a while because somebody wanted that um song for their first Loving dance you. and I nearly tr- I nearly did it and I was like if this goes wrong though their whole first dance is ruined if it comes out and it's just like ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's just not happening it's a great song and it's a great technique if you can do it and control it it's very impressive and I think if I actually put the work in probably would be able to it's not really something I'm too invested in to, to add to my repertoire yeah. to be honest Big shout out to Ben Lobin with the with the tweeting birds sample on his keys. What happened? It went all wrong, it didn't so it? Like it sort good. of like went brrr, uh, the second time. I think it w- it went wrong in a practice. I think it yeah. went fine on the um, night. Yeah, it went okay on the actual night. But he had like the song starts with like some gentle tweeting bird mm, song. It's very uh, nice, and, and he to, did it on the sample. Really set the scene. Yeah. and he he basically set it as a sample on one of the push pads of his keyboard. And um, when we were just setting up in a practice room, he. He hit it, yeah. and it, his levels were far <laughs> too high, and it was just thunderous birds. I can't whistle. This it is was, a problem. Yes. Oh, it was just brilliant. Can't whistle. Um, can't whistle. Register. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was very. Do you fine. think? Do you think whistle register? No, it um, doesn't correlate at all. Is a lot easier if you <laughs> can whistle. No. It's a completely different Excellent. thing. Excellent. <laughs> so it's a lie. No, it's not a lie. It's a whistle register because it's a similar It's a similar sound. That's the only real correlation. The vocal folds make a, a hole further back in your vocal folds than they normally do for whistle register, whereas whistling is just air through your tongue and your mouth. The vocal folds are not involved. That's why I can do whistling, but nothing that's actually good vocally. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Well, I can't whistle at all. Like, as you just heard, like... That's the that's the maximum control I have in my whistle. I remember right when you first discovered how and to get a note out of, out of whistling. Yeah, like, I was so Jack, excited. Look, <laughs> Jack, look. <laughs> and you would just go non-stop and everyone was like, that's, that's lovely, yeah, Fiona. Really Do you know any that's other great, notes? Fiona. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> no, just this one, just this one. Um, but I remember being like in nursery, and all the kids we were talking about whistling for some reason in class, and all the kids around me could do it, and I was just sitting there like, <sighs> making you feel like a chump. <sighs> Shit. <laughs> just like, five year olds me. <laughs> like, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> getting really stressed Aww. out but I remember that and I've tried ever since and that's the best I can do in like 23 years post post that memory <sighs> I think a lot of a lot of the like so yeah I suppose vocal noodling or like singing over different songs <clears throat> and stuff I would always do as a whistle because I have more range yeah, yeah, yeah. in that and I suppose that sort of With yeah whistling. without 
it like cracking or being bad whereas i guess you would have you would have yeah, yeah, done yeah. little vocal licks with your voice mine's the opposite um, so you probably got a lot more <laughs> i would never do whistling no, no, in a no, song. I'm, I'm not i'm not meaning you imagine like, within a song i just mean say when you're like a kid and you <laughs> right, okay. hear some music and you maybe want to like try and recreate it oh or put i something see else over yeah it. i would just yeah. sing it okay that's probably something in there yeah because i couldn't whistle so i probably would just hum it and sing mm. it and stuff yeah you're probably right there if you'd put, can you imagine Graceless with just like a random whistling solo from me just going? <laughs> Everything else is unbelievably produced and like crisp and clean, and then just really tight, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, we really enjoyed the uh, the war dance in in the middle of the track. <laughs> God. So yeah, I can't whistle. Whistle register is a separate thing that is yeah. It's there's some there's I'm not gonna like, you know, spew advice on how to do it because I can't do it myself, but I do know a few tips and things like that when I was trying to do it. Um one of them was something what was it? He's like you had to make the sound of like a bird, you're trying to do a bird sound, I think. So that, but like ah, like up there, oh. I'm trying to be a seagull. A seagull, I think it was seagull. <clears throat> somewhere up there that's not whistle register at all but that was how you got into it apparently was making bird sounds i wouldn't recommend trying it unless you really want to and if you are going to want to do it yeah do some research because it can if you do it wrong be quite damaging if you're like forcing it out or whatever like anything vocally if you're doing it wrong you can damage it basically so yeah just be careful with whistle register lads i know it sounds cool and you know big ariana grande's doing it but (laughs) doesn't mean it's something that's right for you Check with your doctor if whistle register is right for I love how essentially half of Ariana half Grande of the, approved uh, tips of this episode so far have just been don't do anything. <laughs> like, it's very if you feel like singing and 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 you don't want to, th- then don't. <laughs> then um, don't. Or, or if, if your voice you hurts, want a curry instead. <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah. If if first of well, all, you need to get some rest. Hurts, yeah. So don't have a curry and go. Don't sing. <laughs> I'll make you the next big grande. <laughs> <laughs> that was whistle register there. I had a laugh there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost like <laughs> a muttly laugh from Wacky Races. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I'm not saying don't sing. I'm saying there's if your voice is hurting or anything like that, then give it a rest. If you think it's a bit dry, oh, yeah, drink some water. Really, like, if you hurting. want a gentle warm up, yeah, do a yawn or do a little bit of the whisper that. As soon as I say the word yawn. God. (laughs) Some other things you can do to gently improve your range. I guess we could talk about like actually improving the voice. If you're gonna be so negative about my tips, Jack, we'll talk (laughs) about improving it then. Um, Which one did you prefer? Did you prefer the or the? I can't remember. Or neither. Um, I can't remember. I found I I had trouble maintaining it with the lips. Uh, Yeah, this is a super common one. Yeah. So the lip trill is a super like, common one. Um, if you've done vocal mm-hmm. lessons in the past, you'll have heard of this trick already. If you're struggling to do it, because a lot of people do do it, and like you found it hard to do the for a long time, um, the main mm-hmm. tip is to sort of reduce the air that's coming through your lips, and rather than thinking of like, is it being like a like a motorbike thing, you can put your fingers on the either, either side of the corners of your mouth as well. That can sometimes help, and you take a breath in, and you just go. This is what this podcast has been reduced to. Us just making fucking noises. <laughs> DJ! <laughs> or you can start with just a blah, 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 with a blah noise, and that helps as well. Mm. And once you've got that, blah, yeah, do that. Brapting. Do that to kick off. And then when you feel like that's coming, then you feel like the blah, blah, is getting a bit longer, then try doing just some slides with it. So going, blah, just simple thing. it doesn't have to be a huge long thing it does help for mm. breath control to do it for a, not ages but like at least like 10 seconds or so so you can get at the full benefit of that hour. at least an hour of <laughs> awful so yeah that's a couple of tips for that one the reason why it's quite good is again it just gently rubs your vocal folds together you can explore a fair amount of your range with this noise without you know stretching or pushing or straining that's the word straining your voice with that it's very gentle as i've said and yeah it's quite fun isn't it? just doing a daft noise just going because yeah. a large amount of singing is context so if you don't feel like you're singing you'll be usually sometimes find like higher sounds and stuff that sounds daft, yeah, but, you know, 
you know better I, I than most. I definitely agree. There is yeah. there is a psychological element to yeah. it. The more you're um, caught up in like the suppose, oh shit, trying I'm perform to and sing trying and... to make it as good <laughs> yeah. as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you'd start to you feel a bit more tense, and your then own you lock way. up more. Yeah, you lock up in your own which way. Which is why I feel tense. like yeah. my voice performs better usually when I'm sort of jokingly imitating someone covering else covering someone or yeah. imitating or doing like a parroting an impression yeah, of some yeah. sort I feel like your voice is great when you're not you it's a lot easier to manipulate <laughs> thanks, thanks it's a lot easier to manipulate my voice when it, when I don't feel like I'm being judged on the quality of my song and yeah, yeah, my, yeah. my vocal performance I know? completely understand that yeah it's absolutely that but if you're doing Randy something. Newman covers of things hey this is your guy ready to go this town <laughs> is far too big for me <laughs> can't do it as well Red there we go lady. Reaches for an apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's something to think about. The psychological aspect of singing is is huge. So again, if you're worried and stressed about something or how the song's going to sound, maybe do, yeah, try and try and wait till you're slightly more chilled out. If if the chilled out moment comes, if it doesn't, then you just have to suck it up and go for it. But mm. <laughs> if you're or having like, a particularly try, try stressed or bad it. day, yeah, it's not an ideal yeah. place to start singing in. Yeah, or try try doing it. Obviously, it's a lot. It's a lot easier to say, oh, just don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, because just chill out. No one cares but you. Because I've never listened to my own advice in that regard. <laughs> yeah. But maybe trying to cover it in the style of someone else or yeah, yeah. Um, warming up by singing a different song in, that's maybe in a different vocal style or yeah. delivery. It's a good, it's a good might, vocal experiment as well. That might warm you up a bit more. Yeah, to like mm. sing it in the style of someone else a little bit and see what, like, you could do a random, like, melisma that comes out from doing it to somebody else, you know, stuff like that, different chordal yeah. things. Yeah, it's all about being creative with it and you're taking yourself the pressure off of yourself basically yeah so like yeah trying to reduce the stress of, of singing and be like oh everyone's watching me oh no it's a weird psychological thing that yeah a lot of texts or researchers do agree with that um singing for some reason we're kind of taught from a very young age that singing is embarrassing um mm. when a lot of a lot of researchers would argue that this is more prevalent in young males that may have a, like they might have joined like a kids choir or something and then as they go get older their interest in singing gets less as either peer pressure or other things come in the way so like football or sports or that kind of thing this might be a very sexist and old you article know, that i know, read man things, man things like football but, <laughs> or sports but as a boy what do you think about that bully me <laughs> i denounce thee <laughs> Get away from my lunchbox. How did you feel about singing growing up then? I loved singing. Yeah. Um, I think I was thinking about this just the other day. I, uh-huh. I miss being part of a choir. Um, and I remember we'd have like after school choir practices and uh, there were in, in like the the group that was like made up of music students in our year. Um, there was me and two other guys and about 10, 15 girls. I think a lot um, of people would say the same of their school choirs, yeah. Yeah, so just like a standard Tuesday night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> girls, 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 one Girls, guy. girls, girls. <laughs> um, no, it was, it was definitely... Um, I was in the minority of, this, of the groups, but it was, it was really fun to be able to, I guess, ad- adopt a certain role. And yeah, because be I had the group. lowest voice out of all the three guys, it's like, oh, cool, yeah. I'll take the bass line. And then it's... yeah. <laughs> when Jack drops his filthy <laughs> when we covered seat. Sandstorm by Darude at the yes. school assembly <laughs> that feeling great so who's doing oh. the doo-ka-doo-ka-doo? if it's not you though uh, you do that noise better than most you're right imagine like everyone, a bunch every, of five year old children is. just going <laughs> and there's just me with like <laughs> and a, really like a broken and rusted SM58 like <laughs> <laughs> my introduction to beatboxing oh, at bigger high school <laughs> oh no <laughs> beatbox- beatboxing's big and bigger um, going back to the choir thing though yeah I think a lot Beats of people are big, that, but a lot of male students big- <laughs> <laughs> a lot of male students I've had have reported the same thing of like showing an interest in singing at a young age with choirs or just in general they enjoyed singing they enjoyed like mm-hmm. musical films and that kind of thing and then as they got older they kind of fall out of love with it a bit and I, that could be there's loads of theories about it. it could be peer pressure of you know my friends don't do that so I'm not going to do that which is you know typical of most children boy or girl mm. really um, or it could be obviously guys go through a bigger vocal um, their voice Change. breaks much more obviously than girls voices break 
Girls' mm. voices break quite slowly over time. So this is something that my younger female students find surprising is that female voices break. But then I have to remind them, like, if I still spoke like this, would you take me seriously? I wouldn't. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and they're always surprised by that. But yeah, their voices change as well. But boys', boys voices changes, change... Ugh, boys' voices change more dramatically. And if they don't adapt... So say your voice breaks and you're used to saying, like, really high stuff, you have to sort of retrain basically which is really annoying yeah. i'm sure as a boy to go from being able to hit super high notes to being like uh, and having to you know learn your like we get reacquainted with your entire voice again sounds pretty frustrating to when be will honest they so make voices that are good for, for men, men. <laughs> <laughs> but i imagine i'm of you kips <laughs> And I say that we need to ensure the best and brightest voices Boys of the UK stay in the men. <laughs> stay in the thirteen-year-old boys group <laughs> and women where they belong. Yay! Oh, Stuart Lee's the best. Um, but yeah, like a lot of people have come back saying when my voice broke, I just I just couldn't sing anymore, and I just didn't, you know, it wasn't as fun because obviously they've gone from from basically scratch, which is a shame. But yeah, when your mm. voice broke, do you remember your voice breaking actually? Um, I I remember. This might be a, a more common experience with everyone else. I don't remember it actually breaking that much, but I remember people around me being like, oh, your voice is broken. You know? Yeah. I, so it's like I when remember... you see your great aunt for the third time, it's like, you've gotten so tall, have I? Thanks. Has it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember um, coming back from like a summer holiday at school or something, and I was printing something out, and my English teacher was like, oh, Hi Jack, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good, thank you. How are you? She's like, wow, your voice has dropped over summer. I'm like, oh, <laughs> has it? Thanks. There you go. Thanks, Thanks Joanne. I am good, Mrs. Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing on Friday? <laughs> <laughs> he said That's in a cyborg meant, autonomous voice. <laughs> What are you doing on Friday? <laughs> Joanne. Shonda Paul. Um, that's what I mean. The, more like the period of time. <laughs> the period of time where a, a male, uh, a sort of young man's voice changes is much more obvious than if a woman's mm. voice is changing. Because in mine, we mentioned this before, my first EP, it sounds up here, whereas now my voice is way, way deeper and, and sort of richer. Um, Come away with was... me on a bus. <laughs> and then bus. And on a bus. <laughs> it was. On a bus, choo choo. That's, what <laughs> That's a train, you stupid cow. <laughs> Riding We're completely on derailed. the train. No, That's twenty-two. That's back to trains. That's a bus. Well done. You've derailed the conversation. Yeah, derailed it. We've Way. derailed the conversation exactly. So I think that's why a lot of male singers maybe miss out on a few years of practice. And um, that's a theory that researchers have kind of kicked about as to why w w more women tend to carry on singing mm. through their like pubescent times than um, men do. I think, but I don't know because I'm not a guy, so I'm just spouting out sexist rhetoric. I think for <laughs> me, any knowledge for me, any um, I suppose sensitivity or embarrassment, yeah, would probably come less from. Oh no, I'm like less less guys are doing this, yeah, and. Um, and I don't want to stick out yep. because I, at that point, had already essentially decided that music was what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, there you and go. It was more yeah. that I would be embarrassed if, after having already essentially um, declared uh, that's what you wanted to do. Or? Yeah, declared yeah. myself a musician. I'm a musician. To be found singing badly, uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, um, I'm a musician. That's what I want to do with my life, guys. If you just want to try and stay up and get in my lane, that'd be great. Ah! Anyway. One, two, one, two. Um, ah! Well, that's, that goes you know? to imposter syndrome, and that's, you know, that is a relevant oh, yeah, thing but, in here, yeah, though. But we all know your boy loves that. Yeah, boy loves imposter syndrome. Hashtag imposter <laughs> syndrome, am I right? 2021. Um, but that's, yeah, that is, again, part of, yeah, people being either, yeah, worried about singing, because it feels like if you're a bad singer, everyone's going to laugh at you you know that mm. seems to be everyone's like just reaction to the idea of singing in public is that everyone will laugh at you if you're terrible you know whereas mm. if you're bad at a guitar let's go for bass <laughs> accounting if you're bad at accounting <laughs> no one's gonna just laugh at you stage or and boo you try and do some do some forms <laughs> and put in some p48s you and everyone's suck. like this this get is off boo. The stage. <laughs> get another profession I andrew words um <laughs> But yeah, so Very there's good. something weirdly personal and vulnerable about singing that doesn't really apply to a lot of other... Well, I was going to say art forms, but yeah, let's go with accounting. You don't really feel <laughs> as embarrassed being an accountant as you would a singer. 
this has gone really weird. But I think there's something there with the idea. Either it's either it's through you know think about things like you've been framed or like old programs where they'd show like bad stickers or viral videos like um rebecca black's like friday stuff like that where someone has been Mm -hmm. shown singing badly and they've been ridiculed for it it can't help the situation really it exacerbates it if anything yeah we definitely don't help stop bashing uh, bad singers make make people feel like they can sing oops because if because everyone has to start somewhere no one i don't i really do think no one's born mariah carey like they put the work in and the practice in and they you know they do every day and everything else and they love it and that's how you get to be a good singer if you're put off by Mm. the idea of people just saying oh we're gonna laugh at you if you're terrible then why would you want to learn how to sing why why would you why wouldn't you have this weird complex where if you do it badly everyone's gonna think you're i don't know an idiot i don't know what it is it's such a weird phenomenon that i don't fully understand but with with doing a bit of vocal health and doing a bit of yeah exploration of your voice you can sort of start to tackle the sort of psychological nervousness that comes from everyone's gonna laugh at me because it's an annoying problem that we need to sort because <laughs> it's really putting mm. a lot of singers down and i don't like it i do think it's also worth bearing in mind that a lot of the people i definitely felt like this in school people that <clears throat> were putting the work in and were practicing and really good at singing already mm-hmm. you don't see behind the scenes for yeah, what they're doing, yeah so you yeah, just yeah. presume that they're automatically amazing and then you go ah yes. oh, i don't have that sort of you know gift that sick flow um, <laughs> sick flow that's, that's the other my thing. bars aren't as good this is the other thing people um, think people are naturally like born yeah born mariah carey is what i'm saying so like you know i wasn't born like that therefore i'll never get to that stage which to some extent is kind of true because you're the voice or the way you sing is determined immediately by your own dna and how you speak so it's coming from there so you're not going to sound like these other people but you can do the best, mm. you can get the freest, best voice you can do by just putting like some practice in and some work in. And yeah, it might not be Mariah Carey, but it doesn't mean you should just give up. Why am I, co- why am yeah, I even I- mentioning Mariah Carey? She's awful. But she's, <laughs> she's a good singer, but awful human. Call out. Awful human, good singer. Um, yeah, so like... I think as well, a lot of these kids will probably, if, if someone's born into a fairly musical or... Yeah, like, family or, yeah. Um, creative family when there's going to be a lot of singing or a lot of... Um, instances where they're encouraged to be vocal, then that's probably a lot of their pra- like the practice that they were. I think a lot of th- my would have been yeah, getting singing anyway. comes from that. Yeah, I wasn't mm. like my family's not particularly like creative. Creative, it's it's fairly art friendly. Sounds <laughs> like fairly art gay. friendly. My new autobiography. <laughs> they're a left friendly family. Delighted um, no, to be but like my parents, as I've said, <laughs> so proud to be standing for labor. <laughs> on the prem- on the policy of vocal health for the whole for the under fives. <laughs> Don't you hate kids that are bad at singing? <laughs> <laughs> what was I on about? Oh yeah, my family. Um, like you know, they didn't do creative jobs or anything. They were both teachers, but they did sing to me a lot as a kid. So I would mm. I would I would put a lot of not the blame. Um, a lot of the reason <laughs> that I. I still sing and I sang for my whole childhood is because of my family I would say that was a big part of mm. it yeah so if your family doesn't encourage it you're also less likely to pursue singing I guess as a hobby or as you know a stupid dream <laughs> now if they'd had a son it would be football and sports football <laughs> you can sing until right, you're 13 son then I'm now getting you a bad. nice pair of shorts it was data it was based on data but that's what the rights <laughs> say oh god <laughs> you've become everything you ever hated I have I think you should oh, resign sorry, from labour <laughs> it's time for you to resign <laughs> nobody wants you here you sexist bitch um, <laughs> so yeah I think your environment is also part of it nurturing it is definitely part of that but mm. yeah just stop with the assumption that people's voices are like out the womb banging because that's not true <laughs> at all you gotta practice and you gotta put the you work think in. John Mayer was born a dusty tenor Wah, 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 mama. What's the tree thing? My Sing the tree body. song for me again. There's Sing a the tree, tree at the top of that tree. The bottom <laughs> of the tree is me. The top of the tree is who I hope to be. To be. Oh, aspirational, oh, aspirational, bob, bob, shrubbery. There we go. <laughs> oh, aspirational dear. shrubbery. By John Mayer. Pre save now on Ditto. The Grammy goes too. <laughs> Free save on Ditto, yes! Oh, man. The Grammy goes to me for impersonating someone who is a better songwriter and singer 
but I have the podcast. See, you're the problem. You're part of the problem. This whole self. Oh, I know, thing. but that's because I hate myself. Oh, anyway. for God's sake! You're the okay. You're the kind of person I need to talk to about this. Then, <laughs> who's yeah? What what are you worried about? Not being as good as I want to be. Right. So is that impeding you from? Like practicing, or what? What's what? What do you think that's doing? The worrying about not being as good as you want to do thing in terms of vocal health. I don't know. I'm I'm really tired most of the time, so yeah. I don't end up practicing. But I guess part of it is like you should break through that wall to make an investment in being better. Yeah, yeah. But I think just recently I've been. It, it's it's hard to stay hopeful that you're gonna actually use these skills again soon. You know? <laughs> like yeah, right now, <laughs> right now it like is. A yeah. lot of a lot of. Um, I haven't played a lot of my own songs in a while and I'm yeah. actively right now um, recording and writing songs that are going to be released later this year Yeah, but it's like it feels weird to be writing and recording and keeping keeping up appearances some maintenance in my uh-huh. in my vocal health to to record these things to maybe never even play them live yeah you know, because by the time things are all open there. again maybe it'll be old news to me and i'll want to do a different song but it feels yeah. feels weird and quite synthetic in the sense that i'm making something in a lab to put it out <laughs> and not ever see it in the real world i know? suppose that's true because you did but, do as you said before you did a lot of original gigs and things like that um whereas hmm. i think on my side with the whole get for guys thing like we have absolutely no fucking clue how we're gonna do it live <laughs> are you kidding yeah it's like a whole yeah. soundscape of absolute nonsense so we're kind of we like lab grown, and we're used to lab grown. <laughs> oh, phantom power! Um, words. <laughs> XLRs. Yeah. Oh God. Um, Hi, I'm quarter inch Jack, and I'm way. here to tell you that I feel small today. Oh. Um, but no, the lack of motivation thing right now, I completely understand because we don't know when we're actually going to get back out. But there's tiny things you can do, like well, you drink water anyway, so that's sorted. Doing like a couple of just <laughs> rather than focusing it, like we're talking about no content. <laughs> vocal genius. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about like if we're talking about exploring your range or you know stretching it a wee bit, just doing simple like like five ten minutes of exercises with just that or the anything like that can just stretch out mm. a little bit and just go it's like reps for your voice what we're talking ah, about. reps yeah reps so start small start with just some yawns or some very basic like just tri- uh, trident oh my god I've got a degree come on woman <laughs> idiot idiot start with some small nuclear submarines <laughs> Oh no! Um, just do a little bit of that. If your voice is feeling a bit tired, yeah, take a break. And as you go on, it should hopefully, like any other muscle, get used to it and get better. Just do it in little steps. I want a nice swole voice. A swole voice, and that's how you do it. You do it in little steps. Mm. Yeah. Get swole with. Take Lange. the context. <laughs> get swole with Lange. Take away the context of like, you know, I'm going to write a song and I'm never going to gig it, and what's the point? And I should just roll over and die. Get rid of all that and just focus on like five, ten minutes of just simple vocal exercises. I think, and you'll see it. Mm. Just a natural improvement where it's not as as pressurized as like, right, gotta do a quick warm up. <gasps> right, time to sing. Right, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make it a separate thing. So you're doing your vocal reps. You do your swimming. Well, you don't do swimming anymore. But when you did do swimming, did it like once a day, right? Or tried to do it like a fair couple of times yeah, a week. Like, yeah, four or five times a week. Chlorine is also not great for your voice. But <laughs> I wasn't drinking it. <laughs> You've never been swimming with me. Um, <laughs> that's how I swim. You just pack man in water. Yeah, I'm pack man in water. It's but well, I'm not. I'm not tall enough for the deep end, so I've got to drink my way down there. Oh, <laughs> you just drink about like <laughs> 400 gallons yeah, yeah. and then you're just like oh cool now I can stand on the floor I can sing <laughs> it's just puddle walking puddle from walking then on. yeah puddle walking my favourite favourite I was taking a vocal lesson <laughs> <laughs> oh Very god good. Um, but yeah just yeah it's like swimming a couple times a week just do some vocal stuff two or three times a week just to keep it on I recommend this is not just for jazz for everybody just to keep it a little bit in check if you're really worried you can get a singing teacher there's loads who you know need the money right now so <laughs> just hit up plug, you know, plug, someone plug, who plug. works for you um, it could be me but after this podcast probably not so hit up <laughs> <laughs> hit up um, someone who suits your singing style or someone who's like completely different like my singing teacher does classical stuff and I've not done classical stuff ever um, so it's interesting to hear how she does natural projection and that kind of thing on like a stage with like hmm. very limited microphones and stuff and hear how she does it so yeah 
look outside your own box or look in your box, whatever you want to do, and just yeah, take some time to to work on it. I think. Yeah. Is that and don't and right? don't beat yourself up for not sounding yes like someone You're not who's sound probably like John gone Mayer, through mate. so many compressors and yeah. auto tune. Exactly. Yeah, that's the problem with wedding singing in general is that you're trying to compete with someone who's got like a million dollar record studio and, you know, really, really good plugins and the time and the money to invest in a really, really good take, whereas you have whatever effort or money you're willing to invest in yourself. <laughs> we should just MIDI everything. Let's oh, just MIDI vocals live Like, from um, what's his name? Oh, T-Pain. T-Pain? He doesn't... You, I mean, auto-tune. Oh, God, that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. I mean, like, let's get, like, Sibelius 3 to, to try and <gasps> yeah. guess at what our vocals are. Garage and just be like, band. right, let's take a, take a back seat and yeah. get that 200 quid. Singstar. Remember Singstar? I hated Singstar. Oh, you know why I hated Singstar? Why? Because if you did vibrato on Singstar, I think you were going off, like, off the note. It had to be, uh, or nothing. You couldn't go, ah, uh, couldn't do any of that. Or it'd be like, uh, 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 zero Fair, points. Isn't the going up and down tight a little bit? I mean, yeah, it is, but like, Singstar should know better. <laughs> it's a Singstar, not, bah, bah, bah. it's not pedal note star. It's, it's a not straight ass line game, star. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Color within the line star. I think I liked it because at my local. At my local youth club yes. um, during school time, I think it was like. Did you a, have the eye toy as well? I like the eye toy for PS2. I did have the yeah, eye toy in Harry Potter 3, oh, so I could yes. like slap some gnomes yeah. around. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, what was it? I was either in first or second year in high school. Uh, and thinking back, this is how like. This is how bold I, I clearly felt as a kid and how much I didn't <laughs> care and possibly care now. Yeah. I went straight up into the, into the youth club. Um, and they had a little like month long or week long competition. Yep. And the person with the highest score on on a ten, it was like a ten or a fifteen pound HMV voucher. Nice. And to you both smashed Singstar. it singing <laughs> <laughs> to buy a bit of Singstar. <laughs> a DLC pack. Snap Singstar. the disc in half. Here you go, son. Um, your boy smashed it and won singing yeah. Material Girl by Madonna. <gasps> really? On That's great. Yeah. Turned around, a bunch of older kids were like, Are you gay? I'm like, Nah, man, I'm paid as fuck. Yeah, I got a 15 pound voucher. You got what this you got? Money? A paper round? Loser. <laughs> Loser, yeah. Enjoy doing higher maths. I'm going to go off and I'll be a be musician a star. and start doubting myself yeah. and spend lots of money on gear yeah. and never be happy. Yeah. <laughs> Those kids and it all never, starts now. never bothered you again because you realized you were beyond their ridicule. You're already <laughs> yeah. having a bad enough like, time. <laughs> you can't you can't make fun of me. I've already done it. <laughs> I've already hit every single target. Oh dear, yeah. No, say start when it came out. I the reason the I'm still angry is because when it came out, I was very excited because again, yeah, you'd like sing it after school and stuff like that. And like the after school club, we had it as well. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. kill this. And then I'd sing it and I'd sing it. Well, I think I sang it really well, but Singstar was like, oh, you went off all these times. 40 points. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a bad singer. Maybe this is just all a big, this is right my self-doubt now. Maybe I'm a terrible singer and everyone's just humoring me and they're just like, yeah, sure, yeah, that's oh, that I definitely have good. that thought. I, I wonder yeah, if, imposter syndrome. If, if anyone that's listening. This has turned into imposter syndrome on the podcast, almost, but oh well. <laughs> almost definitely It always does, well. yeah. But have you ever come across that thought or is it a regular thing for you? when you're about to do a gig or whatever and you just and afterwards people are like oh yeah I really enjoyed it and you're like oh thanks a lot and then you go hang on what if I'm the only tone deaf person in the room this is the thing yeah and and people are like oh bless him he's trying oh that was really good the best I've ever heard you yeah. maybe it was but that doesn't mean it was good yeah and there's that little part of me that's like what if you know absolutely nothing about music <laughs> <laughs> well I have some news for you what Jack what you just it's go back to things to oh Five years. Oh it's finally time to reveal that music's not real and you're terrible at it. Um, Move that bus. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like you're me shit. with no musical talent behind. <laughs> In big letters on this house that you'll never uh, afford. Oh, wow. Um, right, but that's you know, not just like the my, case. It's my flat behind, yes, my flat behind flat. the bus and, it, and a huge banner that like slung from the windows like music won't pay your rent. <laughs> Spotify streams doesn't equal a Tesco shop. I don't know. 
Um, anyway, that's Brilliant. a fun note to end on, I think. Um, so singing wise, yeah, just do little things like just once a day or once every couple of days just to keep up to general health. If you're doing anything, if you're feeling like your voice isn't um, working the way you wanted to or as it was before lockdown, first of all, it's not a shot because you're not singing as much. Um, none of us are. <laughs> um, <laughs> but if you do want any like personal tips or uh, specific problems that you think I could maybe help with, then feel free to message me at Leona Fidel on Instagram or Fiona Liddell Music on Facebook. Um, I'll try my best to help if I can. If not, I don't know, don't sue me. Um, yeah. And if, you, <laughs> and if you want to berate me for, oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. winning SingStar competitions or or get on my back because I actually do suck. Uh, you can you can slide into those Or if you want to DMs send him a with, positive message because he's clearly begging for uh, a bit can, of positivity right now. Ah, uh, positivity. You can't write songs about positivity. Well, yeah, you Take it away, problem. strip it all back. <laughs> I'm numb inside, so I can't write anything anymore. <laughs> you think Fabric was written me. about being happy? Or, or threads. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> um... Yeah, so if you want to get in touch with me, you can find me on almost every site with at Jack Hinks Music, as you've almost definitely heard before yeah. if you're a listener of this show. You can't you don't get sixteen episodes deep without knowing who the two hosts who are, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Um our song uh, of the week again is House of Ghosts by Tom Morris, which you'll be hearing in the background here. Make sure to head on Twitter to let him know that you've heard it and you, you like it. So Jack and I have been talking a bit about the podcast and we've decided to do it a little less frequently than we are right now. So it won't be um, every week anymore. There might be a few weeks in between episodes, but if you don't want to miss an episode, make sure to follow us on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss anything. Also, all episodes will be announced via social media anyway. So if you follow us on there, you'll see yeah when we're posting a new episode. And um, hopefully we'll be back with some more fresh content. <laughs> can't say fresh content you know we'll be back with some some more advice and some more tips for for all y'all lovely indie users um soon but for now we will see you soon we hope you enjoyed the episode thank you so much for listening and um, we'll be back soon and we'll be back